0: What's up guys, Brett Apley here from DailyFanMMA.com back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 291 this weekend, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje. Number two in the main event, 12 fights on the slate. Lots of money up for grabs on DraftKings should be a fun one. As usual, I'm gonna give you my favorite. Cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like from a DraftKings perspective. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and why don't you comment below, give me your favorite 9K fighter. I actually think <clears throat> there's a lot of, There's a lot of good options in the 9K range, but it's really difficult, unlike pass slates, to jam them in, especially multiples. So you, you may have to really pick and choose who you like at the top, um, and that could separate you from the field. So always interested to hear what you all have to say. Of course, on my site, DailyFanMMA.com, we're doing full DraftKings breakdowns for every fight on the slate, multiple podcasts this week, rankings, projections, everything you need to help win money this week, and I highly encourage you to check out that content if you have not already. Without further ado, let's get into my cash gameplay of the week. I'm going with Dustin Poirier at 8.3k. All right. I like Dustin Poirier as my cash game option of the week. Obviously, the main reason here is that he's the main event favorite, minus 148 to beat Justin Gaethje. It was a very fun first fight between the two in 2018. Uh, Poirier won by knockout in the fourth round, landed 174 significant strikes, scored, I think, 111 DraftKings points. And, you know, there's some chance that Poirier could win and, and underperform, not land takedowns, win by decision, land you know 120 significant strikes, and not end up on the optimal tournament lineup. But he carries a very, very high floor and ceiling in a win. And what I like about this matchup is there should be a high number of exchanges. Both guys are aggressive. Gaith G absorbs, you know, <laughs> more than seven and a half significant strikes per minute. He will be able to he will have the potential to damage Poirier. I mean, he's a strong leg kicker. Um, maybe he can fight competitively on rounds with volume, but I think Poirier is more technical. Poirier has a little bit more knockout upside, better defensively. Poirier also has the advantage on the ground. Averages 1.3 takedowns per 15 minutes. A better submission grappler than Gates G. So I'm picking Poirier to win. Main event favorite, good metrics, good price. Poirier is... Plus 120 to win inside the distance. That's better than Gasty plus 225. You you could argue the stack is valuable for uh, cash games this week, but I definitely think Poirier is the priority at 8.3k. All right, up next I'm going with my tournament play of the week, which will be Roman Kopilov at 9k. And I I mean this is not a standout play there. There's quite a few tournament options I like. I think we're going to see a lot of victories inside the distance. I'm looking for high ceilings and. One benefit to Kopilov is that I'm not projecting him to be super highly owned. Obviously, the the mid-range with Pereira, Blahovich, Poria, Gacy is going to get a lot of attention. Holland, Chiesa, DeLima, Samuelsberger. And by the time you get up to the 9 k range, he's priced right below Gabriel Bonfim, who I think is going to be very popular. Jake Matthews might be very popular. So I, I don't think Kopilov will be chalky this week. He is going to be boomer bust. And, you know, I, I talked about Daniel Marcos last week with KO upside. He barely won that fight. It was a very close fight. He didn't win by KO and wasn't on the optimal lineup. So, you know, sometimes these work out and sometimes they don't. That's kind of the risk with knockout artists. And if you're playing a grappler like Jake Matthews or Miranda Maverick, um, they have a higher floor and ceiling. So, this is a risk, but I think the public won't be super on Kopilov, which, which does interest me. He's minus 201 to win against Claudio Ribeiro. I think he's just a way more technical striker than Ribeiro. kopilov looked amazing against Ponohele Soriano in his last fight out, won by knockout, scored 108 DraftKings points. And his opponent, Ribeiro, has already been knocked out in the UFC. <clears throat> I mean, it was by Abdul Razak al-Hassan, but I just don't trust Ribeiro defensively up at altitude. I don't trust his cardio I don't think he has great wrestling. So I I, I favor Kopilov pretty comfortably here. And I think he has a legitimate chance to win by knockout. He's minus 110 to win inside the distance. It's a pretty strong line. Um, 9K, you know, it does save salary off the top. So this is just one of many spots that I like this week. Kopilov probably will need an early KO to be competitive with the optimal lineup, but I think he has a pretty realistic shot at that this week, given the matchup and his metrics are strong. So Kopilov will be my tournament play of the week at 9K. All right, next up, my salary play of the week. I am taking a chance on Michelle Pereira at 7.4K. And I, again, I don't feel great about this one. It, it is difficult to find options below the mid range. I think Vinicius Salvador will be pretty popular you know Derek Lewis probably has obvious KO upside, Kiesa, Holland, um, I'll talk about in a minute. But it, it's difficult to feel very comfortable with a lot of these options. And I don't feel very comfortable with Michelle Pereira against Stephen Thompson, though he is a bit of a value on, on DK at plus 131 to win, 7.4K. It's just Thompson, Thompson is a very technical counter kickboxer, very experienced, and I think probably the deserved favorite. Why I'm interested in Pereira on DK is because if Pereira wins, I think he has upside. Um, Thompson, you know, has been hurt many times in his career. He was knocked down by four different opponents in a five-fight span in like 2016 to 2019. Since then, he hasn't really been hurt too often, but... That, that type of thing is just there's a lot of variance in, in striking exchanges, and it could come back to hurt him. He's, he's only getting older. He was hurt by Kevin Holland. Um, he showed good durability there. But point being, Thompson can be hurt. Michelle Pereira packs a punch. Um, and I think he at least has some knockout equity. I also think Pereira can wrestle. He averages 1.5 takedowns per 15 minutes. Stephen Thompson defends takedowns at 64% shown a really, really bad get-up game, got totally demolished by Gilbert Burns and Bilal Muhammad, but like he also got taken down twice by Kevin Holland, and Kevin Holland just let him back up because he wanted to strike, and that cost him, and I do wonder what would happen if someone like Pereira got on top of Stephen Thompson and didn't let him up. It's at least a path of victory in my mind, one that could score well. And again, I I don't expect Pereira to be very, very popular at 7.4K. This is not an obvious smash bot for him or anything. He's plus 300 to win inside the distance. So I, I like the salary savings. I like the fact that he will be relatively low owned. And if he wins, it's probably either going to come by knockout or with some degree of grappling. And both of those paths score pretty well. So I'm willing to take a chance on Pereira for the salary as my salary play of the week. All right. And finally, my matchup of the week. It is Kevin Holland versus Michael Kiesa. Holland is the favorite minus 144. Kiesa 125 on DraftKings. Holland is 8.5K. Kiesa seven k uh, sorry, eight point four k. Kiesa seven point eight k. My hope here is that this is a, a sort of a dominant fight for the winner, regardless of who wins. I think Kiesa has an obvious path to grappling success. Kevin Holland defend takedowns at fifty percent. Kiesa averages more than three point three takedowns landed per fifteen minutes. K- Kiesa's going to try and take him down early. And I think he can. Ex- I think he can succeed. Um, but he's going to need to like really control Holland for long periods of time or submit him to win this fight. You know, it's not like one takedown and a couple minutes of control is gonna easily win the round because Kiesa doesn't like have any real path to victory on the feet. He he needs to dominate on the ground to win, and if he does, he's gonna smash at 7.8 K. He's one of my favorite plays below the mid-range. Though I am picking him to lose, so it, it's a little bit difficult to say. Kiesa is just one of those fighters that you know we talked about Renko last week. You have to roster because Kiesa is an obvious path to victory on the ground against an opponent who's shown weakness there in the past. And you you don't need to be excessively overweight to the field on Kiesa, but it wouldn't be wrong if you wanted to to prioritize him given his upside and clear path to victory. My take, though, is that. Holland will kind of survive the grappling exchanges. Holland's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. And if he can get striking exchanges here, Holland is way, way better than Kiesa. So much bigger and longer, so much more of an effective striker. And Kiesa sort of wilts, uh, you know, under pressure. He's been submitted a bunch of times. He's been knocked out. And I, I just, I don't know that he survives against Kevin Holland. So Holland is plus... 105 to win inside the distance. That's a really good number for 8.4K. You know, it's possible value could get killed off if if he wins late in the fight. But I think Holland has early knockout upside um, for the price tag because of his metrics, because of the matchup. I'm definitely willing to play him here. And we already talked about Kiesa as the underdog. I think a really strong fight to target on the whole. Under two and a half rounds is minus 205. So I definitely want access to the winner on my constructions this week. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you again for the support. You can follow me on Twitter, BrettAppley, double T, double P. Again, dailyfanmma.com for all your DraftKings, breakdowns, needs. About to do a premium podcast as well here on Wednesday evening. Got full breakdowns up for you as well. And, And thanks again for the support. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Like the video as well. Best of luck this week. Take care, everyone. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Peace.